Hi, and welcome to Bloodsuckers, the podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. Um, I'm Maddie, and I just wanted to preface this one. Basically, what this is is just a recording of each of us talking as we're reading Breaking Dawn. So it's just kind of all craziness and our reactions. There's not going to be a lot of editing. It's just raw what we thought after we read it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, and... <laughs> There's a lot of spoilers in it, obviously, because we're talking about Breaking Dawn, so if you haven't read the book yet, do not listen to this episode. Just we don't. repeat, do not, not listen, listen to this episode. episode. Just right. don't. <laughs> right. So, enjoy the show. Hey guys, it's Maddie. Um, it is 12.53 and I just finished rereading chapter one. Uh, I just realized how much better Stephanie's writing has gotten. Like, from Twilight to Breaking Dawn, she's really, really excelled. And just everything she writes, it either makes me laugh or just makes me go, oh. And oh, I love Edward. Okay, I really want to read and catch up with everyone else. So, see you guys. Hey, guys. It's A-Ray. It is exactly 1.02 a.m., and I just finished Chapter 2, entitled Long Night. Um, okay, so in this chapter, Edward and Bella are laying in her bed in her room. Um, they're talking about his bachelorette, or his bachelor party. And how he, you know, really doesn't want to go. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so we have our first quote, like, that I recognize from um, the Once a Day Breaking Dawn quotes. The, oh, Mike, how will I go on? Um, yeah, it it's basically nothing. She's being sarcastic about how, like, she's going to miss him so much. Not, not, not. Um, okay, let's see. Then they're talking about how, like... He's, Edward says, like, he's sorry that she's not ever going to be able to have a baby, and she's like, oh, don't worry about it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, then Jasper and Emmett come to, like, pick him up and take him, like, force him to go to his bachelor party. And then we see our second quote, the, what do they do at bachelor parties? You're not taking to a strip, strip club, are you? So there, there's that. Um, but no, they're just going to hunt. Um, then we find out, this is, this is really, really interesting. We find out about um, Tanya, Irina, and Kate's um, mother, their creator, and also about how, like, a, a while ago, they were creating a bunch of, like, infant vampires. Oh, that is the creepiest thing I think I ever heard. Um, and, you know, about how, like, the Volturi got involved with it and everything. So, yeah, it's it's really nice to know, like, a little bit more history about the Denali clan. I thought that was cool. Um, so, yeah. Hi, this is Christina at 1.31 a.m., and right now I'm discussing Chapter 3, Big Day. Um, it starts after, right after Bella wakes up from her nightmare, and she goes, talks to Charlie, who's kind of upset that he has to get all dressed up. Then she meets up with Alice, and they drive over to the Cullen's house, and she... And Alice proceeds to prep her all up for her wedding day, which is totally an Alice thing to do. And Alice is trying to keep it all traditional, like Edward's not allowed to see her at all. And she's got like the... Alright, oh, that was weird. Great. And Rosalie even comes in and braids her hair for her. I was imagining she'd like yank her hair out, but that was not the case. She did it with oh so much grace. And Bella 
Fella at this point is like completely panicking. She's even counting her heartbeats and not looking in the mirror because she's afraid that she's going to panic. Um, Renee and Charlie come and they give her a hair they give her two hair combs that were that are like bedazzled with saf blue sapphires from grandma from grandma swans and apparently Alice wouldn't let them do anything else because quote every time we tried she'd all but ripped our throat out and then and so Charlie pretty much like after that the wedding just proceeds the usual way. Edward's all happy. She's all happy. She's all like, I do! And a whole awesome wedding thing encloses, and there's kind of a thing at the end where they, we're reminded of the fact that Jacob's gone again after Seth hugs her. I thought this scene was really cute, especially since Edward and Bella got married. Hooray! So, yeah, there was nothing really dark and foreboding or predictable about that just they're married woohoo and nobody interrupted it so that's definitely a plus and it happened very early in the book just like Stephanie Meyer said all right signing off see you chapter whatever oh okay hey everybody it's Janae and I will be discussing chapter four very interesting chapter in my point of view quite a few pages but I'm like reading so chapter four pretty much happens at the reception after Edward and Bella's wedding and it's in the backyard of the Cullen house everyone's there Angela Mike Ben all her old friends and Edward's friends including the Denali coven um, so Edward and Bella are dancing for the majority of the chapter, but they do speak to their friends, including Seth and Mrs. Clearwater and Billy and the Denali Coven, and then later, um, Edward hears a voice in his mind, someone's thinking, we don't know who that someone is, but then he starts dancing Bella over to the trees near where the reception is, and lo and behold, it is Jacob. He didn't show up for the actual ceremony, but he did show up for the reception. And in the trees in the dark, so no one will notice them dancing, he has two dances with her, but then she mentions having a honeymoon with Edward, and this proves to make him very angry. He gets really mad and ends up flying off the handle, he grabs her and starts squeezing her, like, and with werewolf strength that has to be painful and not beneficial to general life. But anyway, Seth comes, and so does Sam, and they're trying to get him to calm down. That's where the Seth's quote from the quote of the day comes in, let go of her, you're hurting her. So they have to push him back to get him out of there, and then Edward takes her. Bella back to the reception and they end up ultimately leaving for their honeymoon. So my thoughts on this chapter. I got really confused at the beginning because I didn't know 
like I knew it was just like a reception it was very nice reception you know but I got really confused when they were mentioning Mrs. Clearwater because I know Seth is all like BFFs forever with the Cullens now because he's cool like that but his mom was all like I don't trust anybody here why is he talking to them and another thing that confused me was Billy seemed slightly optimistic and happy, which doesn't seem to make that much sense to me. Um, later on, Bella meets the Denali, and I was seriously hoping to get more description of what Tanya looked like because she was the vampire who originally had an interest in Edward, and Bella doesn't really have like a super duper rea reaction like I thought she would. But at least it didn't go into a full-blown battle thing of the sort. The rest of her family seemed kind of cool. They didn't really talk much or were described that much. So maybe they'll become important later. Who knows? Um, standard wedding reception stuff as well. More dancing. And then the whole deal with Jacob... I was reading it and I really couldn't believe it because I'm like, well, he's not there for the wedding, so why would he come to the reception? But he did. And I thought the fact that he wanted to dance with her one last time before she was officially Mrs. Cullen was really heartwarming and sweet. And they were like back to being the way they were before, best friends just goofing around with each other. But the when he flew off the handle about the having a real honeymoon with Edward, I wasn't really surprised at his reaction. I mean, I can understand why he would do that, because he doesn't want to think of that happening between her and Edward. But I think he could have handled it a little bit better, because he handled the fact that she was getting married to him pretty well. I mean, like, he didn't come to her, like, fuming, angry. And then out of the blue, he just grabs her. But at least the other wolves were there to step in and get him to leave. So I was grateful for that fact. And things seemed to go back to normal because Bella pretty much forgot about the episode when she was back to dancing with Edward. So yes. Um, that really is about it. Though I'm really curious to know where they're going on their honeymoon. Because apparently it's not Idaho. So... I'm curious to know because there was no hinting of it at all in the chapter. So I'm looking forward to getting chapter 5 to find out. And that's about it. Stop. Hey guys, it's Gail. It is 1.59am and I just finished chapter 5 which was called... Isle Esme. In this chapter, they start with their honeymoon and they figure out that they're going to the island, Isle Esme, which was a gift from Carla to Esme. And it was funny because um, at one point, Bella refers to maybe they're going to visit Atlantis. And that's one of our crackpot theories. But anyway, um, so they go to the island and that night they make pizza. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, this is really awkward. I got stuck with this chapter and I'm really mad. Um, so 
there's lots of pizza making that goes on that night. And then the next morning, um, they wake up in bed where they made pizza. And it's so awkward. And Edward sees all the bruises on Bella and he gets really, really mad at himself and he's like, I will never make peach with you again until you're a vampire. And then he goes and makes her eggs instead. And it was, it, was, it was a cute chapter. They did the quote with the chicken feathers in her hair from when he bit the pillow while making pizza. Um, you know what? I've had 11 coffee beans. I'm crazy hyper. And I just have to explain the chapter to you guys about making pizza. So we're going to end it now. And we're going to pretend this never happened because this is the most awkward experience of my life. And... If you all want to learn about making pizza, ask your parents, not me. Okay, thanks, and good night. Hey guys, it's Maddie. It is 2.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I just finished reading Chapter 6. Um, in Chapter 6, Edward decides he's going to tire Bella out so she can no longer protest about not doing stuff, and she's too tired to do said stuff anyway. Um... But then, eventually, Bella starts having bad dreams, and so uh, she actually had a good dream about stuff she wanted to do, and it was so good that she was so upset that she was awake that it wasn't real. And then she convinced Edward to, you know, make some pizza, and now they're going off to make some more pizza. Oh, and there was the cleaning crew had to come get all the feathers and stuff, and there's the crazy paranoid lady. Well, I guess she's not crazy paranoid because she's actually right. It, there is something weird about Edward. No, he's not preying on beautiful women, as she would suspect. Um, no, basically, uh, Edward's so funny, the way he thinks that he can, like, trick Bella into not getting what she wants. And it never works. Oh, right, another thing about the chapter is Bella decides she wants to go to Dartmouth for a semester because she likes being human and all the experiences that go along with it, which I'm kind of frustrated about because I just wanted to be a vampire. Like, all this happy honeymoon stuff is great, but, like... Come on, let's let's get with the program here. I want a vampire book. And I feel like if she doesn't do it now, she just keeps putting it off, and it's never going to end, and then Jacob's going to come back and make it all complicated again. I, I, just, I don't want complicated. I, I want happiness. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's it. On to the next chapter. Oh my god, how could she? Sorry, I thought I heard someone coming downstairs. How could she be pregnant? How can this be happening? I read in a fan fiction once and I was like, oh, that's kind of cute, but that would never ever happen. How is this happening? Oh my gosh, no way, no way. How, this, how is this even possible? You're telling me no one thought of this? Like, no one had thought like, oh, well, no one's ever like slept with anyone but vampires, so we wouldn't even know. Like, Edward and Carlisle are so cautious about everything, and they 
overlook this? How did, how did this happen? Oh my goodness. I, I, I don't even, like, none of the other girls are on here yet, so I'm, like, freaking out. And no one else has any idea what's going on. I just, oh my gosh. Bro. <laughs> uh, this is Maddie, by the way, and it's 2.16 a.m. And I just read part of chapter 7 where Bella thinks she might be pregnant. Ah, I can't believe this is happening. Okay, thanks for having this moment with me. See you guys later. So we're all here and it is 2.20 a.m. and we all just read page 124, 124. where what? Bella's pregnant. What? what? Oh my god. Oh my god. And an even oh. weirder miracle, we're all on the same exact page at the oh, same time. Oh no, time. I'm no, like 20 no, no. pages I'm ahead of you guys. 15 pages ahead okay, of you guys. Me and Gail are like, me and Gail are the exact same, same word. Spot. Like the same I'm so word. I'm confused. Didn't they like give us a million reasons why, why this wasn't possible? Couldn't. Didn't Steph already say that he couldn't? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. did. How I'm like, you're going maybe against like, her own. Someone like raped her. Yeah, is it someone else's baby? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awkward. This isn't possible. Like Gustavo came in, be like, hey. <laughs> Just it's like, like so it's one of the dolphins she's been swimming with. <laughs> that would probably kill her. That was Edward is like, well, in order to not hurt you while we make pizza, I hired someone else to do the work for me. I didn't think about this consequence. And yet, and yet he still broke the headboard. What? What? Wait, I'm so confused right now, dude. But that's dude, what I'm not at all happy about that. Me neither. Dude, it's gonna make the book suck though, because she's not gonna like, get turned until after the baby. Yeah. Oh, and then it's like that. No, and I was, I was already getting mad at her for being I knew like, this was oh, gonna happen someone. though, because I this is something I kind of predicted, but not really. Like, I didn't really think about it. But they were talking so much about vampire children. So what they're gonna think is then they have this child. It's gonna be a. They're gonna. It's gonna be a thingy. immortal infant or whatever it's called. Oh. Uh, of the immortal children. But wait, like, Ew, I just got is it possible? What if it's like a vampire fetus? Is Dude, it possible really? that it'll like That's kill her? Be... Like, cause it's attached to her through the placenta. So wouldn't it like suck all of the blood out of her eventually if it's a vampire fetus? Yeah, because it says. I, I don't know if you guys got here yet, but it says like, we're on 124. Uh, oh, sorry, there's a that. part later. Sorry. Okay. But this is ridiculous. I uh, I'm freaking happening? out. I'm like, how is this possible? Actually, when how I, I when I read it, not even halfway to the book yet. When I read what? the part on 120, All right. um, when I read the part on 120, it, where she like got sick because of the chicken, my first thought, which now that I think bad that Portuguese really, really, chicken, really really stupid. Was that like somehow he bit her while they were making pizza? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I thought. Think she was, I thought. And that's then what I was I like, thought. but wait, why isn't she in pain? And then I was like, maybe that's her power or something. But then, I, I and then the she's all like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, but she, I thought oh, I was missing something with the chicken, like that it wasn't actually chicken, because you all were already freaking out, because you yeah. all you all understood and I didn't. <laughs> uh huh. So you was like, oh my god, oh my god, and I was yeah. like. It's and I was like, it's worth it. I was like, yeah, I agree. Oh my god! And I, in my head, I was like, yes. what is it actually like, dude? I was wondering why I was talking about like how many eggs she'd eaten in like the time yeah. they were there. Oh, Jeez. oh my it's, gosh! Do you think dude, she got pregnant with a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know. When I went, to she that made pizza. Farm. <laughs> she made pizza with the chicken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before okay. she cooked this it. it. This is disgusting, guys. I was so confused. All right, I want to go read again. Is there any chance that this didn't really? happen that and like, she's dreaming yeah. Stephanie it's wouldn't a really do that she, yeah, she's kind of a risky that. thing to do like she can hide it kind of but 
don't think Stephanie would have thrown pregnancy in her face and been like, She's not gonna be like twenty pages late, twenty pages later, she's not gonna be like JK, JK. And the fact that like Bella, oh she doesn't want babies, she's not gonna have babies, she's fine with not having babies. Oh wait, she's gonna be the only one that can have babies. And Rosalie's probably gonna kill her. So mad. Rosalie will be so mad. I want her I want her to give the baby to Rosalie. Be like she wants it. I think that for me, definitely, the way this book's going to work is that they're going to have the baby come, get delivered, and then it's frozen from delivery point on. But the awkward. baby lives inside of you. It should be, if this is going to work, it's frozen from egg on. Yeah, so, but that'd so be this dumb. isn't. So it's gonna be a vampire. Like Stephanie's not gonna do that. She's gonna do like we like the suspension of disbelief. Like let the baby grow until it's. Or out maybe of her. there's like something about it that maybe hasn't been, like, been part revealed. Human part revealed vampire, like, yet, it can still like, age. But somebody actually like, somebody actually emailed us about this a few days ago, and I answered them back, and I said my theory is that it it'll be like human with vampire traits. Like it'll be. Really good at sports. <laughs> and it'll be oh, very so attractive. Yeah, it'll be like really hot, really fast, and like stuff like that, but not able to, to a use vampire. A sweaty body to feel sweet rave. Probably a lower body temperature. Lower, though. Dude, I Probably. don't think there's like, I'm really not happy with this. I don't Me think neither. there's a I'm single so explanation. Confusing. I can't think of a single explanation to how this happened. That then again, would we haven't finished me. the book yet. That's a good point. I don't like that. I want. I feel like Stephanie kind of trusts us enough that she's dude, kind of like, I'm going to let this happen, dude, and you're already going to get over it, but I'm not going to get over it. I wanted this book to be about Edward and Bella. Is. Really, I did, but, That's what like, Bella's... Can we go read? Because I want to yeah, go find out. I really want to find out. All right, I'm bye, so guys. Hey, guys, it's A-Ray. Um, I don't really have all too much to say, um, you know, because we pretty much all just spazzed about Bella being pregnant. Uh, I just finished Chapter 7. It's 2.35 in the morning. Um, I, wow. Oh, oh my gosh. But okay, so we didn't talk about this because not all of us has got, had gotten there yet. But, um, Edward apparently wants to abort the baby. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> I never, ever would have expected that, ever. I totally thought that he would be, like, cool with this. I mean, I realized that he was in complete and total shock at first. But I didn't think he would be, like, mad and want to kill it. Oh my, jeez. And I really, you know, don't want to get into a pro-life, um you know, whatever, yes or no abortion kind of thing. Um, but I am opposed to destroying this baby. Um, yeah, so it I can't believe, I'm so mad that it, it has to go into book two with, you know, like Jacob and stuff. I'm really mad because I, oh, I want to know what happened so bad, especially since, since she called Rosalie. I don't, ah, I'm spazzing. Oh, it's really good, but I, I am mad. I, I said this before in our group spaz that I wanted this to be about Edward and Bella but it's getting better. I'm I'm getting over it. So, oh, this is going to be so cool. All right. Uh I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye. Hi, this is Christina. This is Christina. Um I'm here to discuss chapter 8, which is the start of part 2, Jacob, well, technically called book 2, and Personally, I like the chapter title, which is kind of funny because it totally changes from, like, Bella's one-word titles to this entire, like, sentence. But pretty much it's from Jacob's point of view, 
Paul. It starts off with him and Paul in the in Jake's house. Then he leaves to go visit Quill, with, who's with Claire. Which, by the way, if you don't remember, is the little is Emily's niece that Quill imprinted on, even though she's about two or three years old. And he's tirelessly playing games with her, like peekaboo and like finding rocks and stuff, without even like getting tired or anything like that because he's that devoted to her. Jake suggests that he gets like a girlfriend in the meantime. Then Quill says that Jake should get a girl in to. <clears throat> Jake should get a life too, a case date somebody else that isn't um that isn't Bella so then there's this kind of a pack meeting where they find out that Charlie got a call that Bella got a South American disease and Charlie is not allowed to visit her because it's all contagious says Carlisle Jacob takes this as a sign that they're going to change her because he thinks that they're go she's going to fake her death in order to avoid talking to Carlisle again. So he's all ready to fight and stuff, but Sam says that the pack isn't going to fight him. So he decides to go off and fight them himself. I, I'm wondering if he's going to fight Bella too which all depends on whether she's going to become a vampire or not. I hope she does, but I'm not sure he'll be able to fight her. All right, that's pretty much what I have to say about Chapter 8. See you, Chapter 14? I'm kind of bad with math at, which is now 2.55 in the morning. Okay, um, wait. Okay, hello, it's Janae again. Um, this time I'm going to be discussing chapter 9, which truly I was mad because I'm like, I really don't care about what's going on from Jacob's point of view right now, but now I'm not so sure about the not caring part. Basically what happens in chapter 9 Jacob's getting mad. No one's on his side about this whole Bella and Edward thing. And so he pretty much has decided that he's going to leave again. Not sure whether he's going to make it a long trip like his one to Canada or if it's going to be short and he's going to come back, even though his dad really wants him to. And his sister is back as well, whom Paul imprinted on. And she doesn't want him to leave either. None of his friends do. And... He's pretty much going to pick a fight with the Cullens, and his dad is trying to convince him not to do that, but being hard-headed as he is, Jacob just doesn't listen, and he keeps going on his motorcycle instead of changing into wolf form so nobody will know what he's doing automatically. Um, so he shows up at the Cullens' house, and Carlisle comes to the door, and he's thinking that he pretty much says, it's not the best time for this. If you want to have a fight to the death, come back later. And he doesn't exactly understand why. And then Bella 
tells him to come inside and he sees her and at first is overjoyed that she's still human but then well he sees sees her get up and she's all gaunt and weak and her belly has swollen to a very obnoxious size after only about a month which doesn't make any sense so it's thoroughly obvious that she's pregnant but and heavily pregnant at that but it's strange because it seems to be fetus seems to be sucking the life out of her I kind of thought that something like this was going to happen like it seemed like a vampire human hybrid baby would naturally suck the lively fluids out of a woman who is carrying it and it seems like Rosalie doesn't really care that this is happening to Bella she just wants the kid and it makes me kind of not like her as a character because she doesn't care about Bella's life at all all she cares about is this baby that might or might not be dangerous for all of them and it really makes me angry because I somewhat started to respect her as a character in Eclipse and now that respect is gone um, later on Edward takes Jacob outside and asks him to talk some sense into Bella and because she's not listening to him she doesn't want to have the baby taken out of her even if it's going to kill her eventually and Jacob's not sure what exactly to do because he's torn between wanting Bella for himself and knowing that she'd be happier with Edward so he's pretty much at torn feelings at the end but eventually he makes the deal with Edward that he'll try to talk Bella out of it. Um, I'm interested to figure out how this works out, and I'll be continuing reading to find that out. That's all my thoughts. Hey guys, it's Gail, 3.14 a.m., and I just finished chapter 10. Why didn't I just walk away? Oh, right, because I'm an idiot, is what it's called. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I have this chapter. Oh, okay, so we start out, um, whatever, um, Jacob is narrating, and blah, 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 gets pissed, goes to the Cullen South to kill them all himself, which we all know would have been a fail. And so he goes there, and he finds out Bella's pregnant, and he, like, flips, and then, like, he goes talk to Edward, and Edward tries to convince Jacob to convince Bella to have her baby with Jacob instead of Edward. But, like, he fails. Like, ethically, Jacob does. And so he goes back. And they all were like, oh my god, it's a danger to everyone. We have to kill them all. We have to kill Bella. And so this is going to be like, this huge vampire war is going to happen now. It's night. And, like, Jacob is going to fight Jasper, I think it said. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited. Alright, so since you, if you're hearing this, you're going to have read it. So, um, the spoiler I heard has a lot to do with this chapter. Um, my spoiler was that Jacob will kill Jasper. So, I say it quite as one here. Um, so, I think this kind of intriguing is going to happen when they fight. Which is pretty upsetting. But oh my gosh, this was such a good chapter. Like it set up everything. It's such a good book. I love looking at the side of my book 
and expecting it to see like one of the other book titles and it's just breaking down. Oh, it's so good. I can't believe it's 3.16 a.m. Huh. Oh well. Off to go read. Hey guys, it's Maddie. It's 3.18 a.m. And I just finished chapter 11. Um, and in this chapter, you know, the werewolves are getting ready to attack the Collins to go, um, kill Bella, basically, to get rid of her baby, which they feel will be a danger to the humans around the area. And then Jacob decides he's not going to listen to Sam anymore and breaks away from the pack, as does Seth. And so they form their little own mini pack and they go off to the Collins house to inform them of what's going on where they keep a lookout for the pack coming to attack. And basically, Bella's just getting worse and worse. Her, her health is deteriorating. And I'm so proud of Jake, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I was really mad at him earlier in the book because he was being dumb. But oh, I can't believe he, like, embraced his heritage and decided to become his little, own little pack leader, and I guess I'm kind of confused about, like, what exactly is making Bella sick, is it just, like, is the baby attacking her, or is it just the fact that it's so unnatural, and is the baby, like, a baby vampire, because they talked about, like, the immortal children before is that what it is and at what point does it stop growing why is it growing so fast if it's a vampire if it's a vampire it shouldn't be growing at all it's some sort of hybrid of the two I don't know how this whole pregnancy thing's kind of hard for me to accept because I guess I really don't understand like the technicalities behind it I don't see how it happened how that makes sense but I bet if I reread it, I would understand it better. I'm kind of having trouble accepting it right now. It's just so confusing. This is so far beyond anything I expected. I actually, it reminds me a lot of the fan fiction Blackout by Twiction, the live journal I told you guys about before. And it's so funny because it's like a lot of like, not totally like, obviously no one can be exactly like Stephanie Meyer, but a lot of it's really close. Um, this is craziness. I can't believe all this craziness has already happened and I'm only like, what, a fourth of the way through the book? <sighs> Alright, well, I'm going to go read some more. See you guys later. Hey guys, Maddie again. It's 3.26 and I'm in the middle of chapter 12 and uh, just random theory. Leah just came to join the pack, which was like ridiculous. But then Jake just referenced to seeing something that she didn't want him to see in her mind. And so I'm guessing that would be the reason she was here. And I'm thinking she may have imprinted on a vampire maybe? Which I can't think of who because, you know, every all of them have soulmates. So, but I can't understand why else she would be thinking things. I don't know. I can't think of any reason she would go. Unless it's 
something to do with some kind of conflict with the rest of the pack. Which I wonder what should have, could have gone so terribly wrong. So, theory right now, throwing it out there, Leah imprinted on a vampire. Or she got in a huge conflict with the pack, which is going to be a big deal later. So, alright, that's the end of my little theory on tomorrow reading. It okay. is 3.39 a.m. Ms. Gail Mayray. Yes, hello, peoples. <laughs> you wanted to sing our love song for Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Without okay. singing. I know I said that when I reviewed Chapter 7, it was the last one before Book 2, where it switches to Jacob. I know that I said that I was really mad that she um, switched to Jacob. But thank God. Oh, my God. Dude, Bella. Maddie just said that, like, Bella equals Schmeagle and is true, like, you know, like, Gollum. <laughs> Gollum from Lord of the Rings. He's like, oh, it hurts us. Anyway, Bella is totally turning into Schmeagle, and it would be so creepy to hear this from her point of view. And plus, it would be boring because she doesn't know anything. So, thank you, our favorite author ever, Stephanie Meyer, for showing us this from Jacob's point of view and not the crackhead Bella's. And I'm totally hyper. I had, I had so much caffeine. It's ridiculous. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning, and I am not remotely tired. We will be up until next February, okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait. And it would disappear. I'm talking about my theory now. Okay. So, my theory is based. I'm not going to say what it was. The spoiler I heard, I'm not, the spoiler I heard, I think, has been disproved. Um, I won't know the end of the book, but, like, it was gone. Okay, so after the vampires have switched alliances now, what werewolves, I mean, and formed a new pack, it's like, why would Jacob kill Jasper? I don't know, though. I'm waiting to find out. I'll let you know. Hey, guys. Maddie again. It is 3.42 a.m., and I just read... Well, I'm in the middle of reading chapter 13, and I cannot believe no one has thought of the blood, like, no one thought of the blood thing besides Jacob. Like, I thought that almost immediately as she got pregnant, was that, oh, isn't the baby a vampire? Won't they need blood? Like, really? Was Jacob the first one to think of that? Not the doctor or anything? Or, you know, the vampires who like drinking blood? Okay, thought I'd just throw that out there. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, it's 3.43 in the morning, A-Ray again. I'm not really sure if this is gonna be, like, kind of out of order because, um, some people are ahead of me and they have recorded things that, like, are gonna refute my theory, but, okay, this is what I'm thinking. So, Bella is slowly deteriorating because of the pregnancy, um, but since she's so ridiculously pregnant and the, the baby's growing so fast, I mean, I don't know, I can't help but think that maybe they could just deliver it prematurely, like, do a C-section, um, I mean, it's if it's a vampire baby, I'm sure it's pretty hardy and could live, like, you know, only, like, maybe seven months of development. I'm not, I don't know how fast it, it's, like, aging, though. So, yeah, I mean, she's she was so ridiculously pregnant after only two weeks that she was already showing, like, in her stomach. So, um, I don't know. Maddie did say to me that, like, apparently that you, they can't cut it with a needle. I don't know. I didn't get to that part yet. But if the only thing they can cut vampire ness is other vampireness then why couldn't one of them like scratch it open the like the amniotic sac or whatever i don't know but um yeah wow okay uh i'm gonna go read some more bye hey it's maddie and janae it's 3 49 a.m 
and we're discussing that we think Bella is going to give Rosalie the baby and that the baby is going to be one of the immortal children. Yeah, because she seems to be obsessing over it a whole lot. Like, she's super protective over Bella and talks in a plural. That's really creepy. The plural is freaking me out. Yeah, why did she turn into Gollum? <laughs> I, I don't even know. But I guess she just really wants that baby because, you know, she's not human anymore and she couldn't have conceived a baby with Emmett even though she probably wouldn't have liked it anyway, because she would be like, oh my god, I'm not beautiful anymore. <laughs> Had it actually happened to her. True. But, yeah, she always talks about how she wanted to have a baby. Not even, like, that she wants to raise children, just she wanted to have a baby, always have a just baby. Just because she, she loved can. babies. So I think, like, an immortal baby would be perfect for her, except for that whole killing for, everyone thing. It would be a baby forever, and they probably have to move away to somewhere where there aren't any people. Yeah, True. Like Antarctica. Or Madagascar. Like you eat penguins. <laughs> nice. I'm sure the penguins don't need their lives at all. I enjoy that they're, like, draining the blood bank to go feed Bella. I know. It's kind of exciting. And then it's weird. Where did they get human blood? Did they just get it from well, the hospital? Well, he works in a hospital. So they just jacked it? They probably just don't question it at all. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Carlisle wants like, blood. He's hot. But that did make sense because I'm like, well, it's a vampire baby, so it's probably sucking all the life out of her because it wants blood, and because she has like no blood left. Yeah, I can't believe like Jake was the first dying. person to think of that. Like, like I thought of that immediately. Like, well, you know, it's a vampire baby. Maybe it needs blood. Hmm. You think of all people to think of it would be like you Edward. know the vampires? Yeah, but they're probably like too freaked out about it to think rationally. Idiot. They're too close to the situation. People. Dumb, stupid vampires. All right. But that is the end of our rant. Yeah. To more reading. Yay. Hey, guys. It's A-Ray. Um, it's exactly 4 a.m. I just finished um, chapter 12. Um, I don't forget the title. Something like, what part of Unwelcome Don't You Understand or whatever. Okay, so basically, Leah joins the pack. Well, Jacob's little pack. Um, Carlisle and Jacob have a little chat. And um, they get the idea to feed the baby blood. And um, Bella agrees. Okay. So, about like the whole Leah thing. For some reason, I don't really exactly know why. But um, Leah always really, really annoyed me. I don't know. But now I feel like I feel really bad for her because I guess, like, I don't know. I just feel bad because of, like, the whole thing, like, where she's trying to um, get away from Sam. So, um, yeah. And then the fact that Bella agreed so readily and so quickly to the fact um, that she would have to drink blood and human blood at that just shows how, like, obsessed she is with this baby. I don't know. It's creeping me out. I totally agree with Maddie saying that she's, like, Gollum or something. It's weird. And, um, last thought. I find it so ridiculously amusing that Jacob refers to Rosalie as, like, Barbie and Blondie and stuff. It's just so funny. Um, so, yeah. I'm gonna go keep reading, because this is getting pretty good. Okay. See you guys. Hey, this is Christina at 4.17am. It's... I'm pretty tired, kind of. But not nearly as tired as the rest of the girls next door. Alright. I am covering chapter 13, good thing I've got a strong stomach in Jacob's point of view, and it, a lot of things happen in this chapter, but the two main things, first, um, the Cullen's experiment with 
feeding Bella blood in order to sustain her um, apparently thirsty baby. And at first, I thought that she would, like, faint or something at the blood. But then she kind of just shocked us by t saying that it smelled good and it tasted good and she wanted more. I think it's mostly because the baby was so thirsty, but she could also be having cravings too, like random cravings for things that she didn't even like, which does actually happen during pregnancies. The next thing, um, Leah, um, Jake and his current um, misfit crew of Leah and Seth have a meeting with the representatives of Sam, which would be Jared, Colin, and... Quill. Now, Quill's kind of, like, torn. Jared's trying to convince them to come back, even, like, trying to guilt trip Seth and calling Leah by the name that Sam called her, Lily, saying that he wanted her to come back so bad, trying to persuade them a lot. But they don't really fall for it, even though right now they're kind of homeless. And Jake's, Jacob speaks really quite well for them. And they kind of, like, joke around at the end, especially since... And it was kind of, like, a weird thing that Embry didn't come, but Colin did. But then I think it was um, Leah that pointed out that Embry's probably more torn up than Quill. And if he had come, then... He probably would have joined um, the Misfit crew, as I'm calling them. Um, I'm not sure if the pregnancy thing means the fact that Bella drank the blood will mean that she's going to be fine with blood from now on. But I think she, I think it's just because the fact that she has a thirsty baby, and after that, she's going to act like she usually did. All right, well, I'm off. Time to get some more coffee beans. See you later. Hello, Bloodsuckers fans. It's Janae, again, because, you know, Bloodsuckers hosts aren't going to change anytime soon. This time, reporting on Chapter 14, which I kind of, it's kind of weirding me out. Basically, Jacob and his little pseudo-pack are getting really buddy-buddy with the Cullens, and it's kind of freaking me out, because I'm like, vampires and werewolves aren't supposed to like each other. But obviously, they're proving them that theory wrong. So at first, Jacob gets loaned some clothes. Blah de blah de blah. Um, things are getting better with Bella. She's seeming healthier, mainly because she's drinking blood in addition to eating food. And yeah, they're actually starting to act like a real big happy family, which isn't natural, but hey, whatever works. Um, the other pack isn't posing an attack on them yet, so it's alright. And pretty much, um, yeah, Jacob is going to sleep a lot, and there is the fact that Esme wants them to feel comfortable here. That was the one thing that Edward was asked to say to Jacob before he fell asleep. So, yeah, it's, it doesn't really seem that eventful until the point where Bella, the fetus, starts to break Bella's rib. They have to take an x-ray of her, and eventually Jacob falls asleep during that, 
after Alice mentions her quote-unquote headaches because she can't see the fetus in the future and because Bella's future is so wrapped up with the baby, she can't see Bella's future more than a few minutes into the few minutes ahead. So, um, Jacob pretty much passes out and then he wakes up to, um, they're all acting like a big happy family eating breakfast, except Rosalie's still being a little mean. And the chapter ends with, um, Esme asking him to take food. So this chapter was pretty much weird. There's not really much to talk about other than I just think it's awkward that vampires and werewolves are getting along well. But you know what? You never know. The only thing I found interesting was the fact that the baby had broken Bella's rib. And I want to know what's going on with that. So that's about it for chapter 14. Hi guys, 4.26 a.m. Janae just came upstairs and she cursed. Janae never uses cuss words. It's so funny. We are all like on crack. You don't understand how many like coffee beans. Well, not Christina, but me, Maddie, and Gail have had. Oh, sorry. This is A-Ray, by the way. Anyway, you don't understand how much like caffeine and like sugar we've had. It's ridiculous. It's like almost 4.30 and like, no, nothing. I feel like it's in the middle of the day. Our heartbeats are like pounding out of our chest. It's it's ridiculous. I am uncomfortably energetic. I really feel like I need to like run around the block or something. Anyway, we just took like a like a 15 minute break just to like laugh and like fall over each other. It's just it's so funny. Okay, yeah, I have no book news. Bye. I have to apologize. I've got no idea what happened in chapter 15 at this point. It is 4:49 a.m. It's good. Um, everything's starting to blend together. Um, I think it's a major part of 15 that the only thing really needs to be discussed. Let me just move. I'm scared. Um, I'm a psycho. Too many coffee beans. Um, Jacob, and they all think that the thing is a creature, the baby. Not necessarily a vampire, maybe a werewolf, maybe something more intense. I'm done because I'm terrified, something just moved. Hey guys, it's Maddie. It is 4.51 a.m. Just finished chapter 16. Kind of worried about being downstairs because Gail just said something tried to kill her. And, you know, I think she might have had one too many coffee beans. I highly re recommend the chocolate-covered espressos. Anyway, chapter 16, Jacob and Leah get all friendly, and Leah complains that she can't have babies, and she's menopausal, and can't make little werewolves. And... What else happened? Sorry. I'm really tired. Oh. And Bella decides what she's going to name the baby. It's either going to be EJ, which <laughs> the first name is Edward. I would assume the middle name is Jacob. And, or if it's a girl, she's going to name it Renezme. Which is kind of interesting. Those are, I'm not going to lie, they're both kind of weird names. Not sure how I feel about them. It's weird not reading from Bella's point of view. It throws me off. She seems like a psycho when it's not from her point of view. But I guess if you looked at 
any of the books from not Bella's point of view. Like, when she says things and explains why she's doing things, I guess it seems logical. But then just, like, looking at her from the outside view, she seems like a crazy person. I guess that must be how she seems to Jacob and everyone. I mean, trying to kill herself to um, give birth to this baby that's trying to kill her. It's kind of weird. This book's really weird. It's so different from what I was expecting. I guess because I'm so used to the Belle and Edward story, and we're hardly getting any of that. Like, the first couple chapters with them all on ILSMA and all honeymooning it up, and now it's all, like, Jacob and the werewolf pack stuff, and we're really not getting any of Belle and Edward like I thought we were, and like we have been before. It's kind of like New Moon again. I didn't really like New Moon that much. Mostly because there was a distinct lack of Edward. But I kind of liked having Jacob's point of view too. Because he's kind of interesting to read about. Uh, Alright, I guess I'm done rambling for right now. Kind of getting off topic. Off to more reading. Hey guys, it's 5.31am. Um, I just finished uh, chapter 17, which is titled something about like the Wizard of Oz, take my heart, whatever, take whatever you want. Okay, so basically in this chapter, um, Jacob goes out like looking for the girl who he's going to imprint on and he like takes, like, I'm assuming it's Bella's um, like after wedding car, which sounds pretty sweet. So yeah, he goes and like looking for the girl who he's gonna imprint on and goes to the park and like meets some girl who sounds cool and likes cars and such. Then he goes home, well not home, but then he goes back to the Collins house and um, finds out that Leah like yelled at Bella or something. And so then he's talking with Edward and they say that Carlisle is going to deliver the baby prematurely, which I was so totally right about, even though it's only like a day in advance, but still, I guessed it. Um. Yeah, so then, uh, Bella, like, drops her cup or something and then starts, like, screaming and vomits blood. I don't really know what happened. She bent over, so what I'm thinking maybe is that, like, the, um, the, like, amniotic sac that the baby is in is, like, so hard that it, like, cut her or something or, like, severely injured her, like, internally or something. I don't know. Um, I'm really, really anxious to go up and read the next chapter, so I'm going to stop recording now. Okay, bye. Wait, did I mention this was A-Ray? I hope I did. Whatever. Bye. Hi. Hi, this is Christina at 5.42 a.m. Wow, my brain's all messed up. Alright, discussing chapter 18. There are no words for this. Once again, from Jacob's point of view, and probably one of the most gory chapters in this entire book so far. If I wanted to sleep, I don't think I'll be able to now. Pretty much, the baby's being born in its own creepy way, pretty much like ripping itself out of Bella's body while she's all bleeding and stuff. And she's... And, like, the baby's, like, suffocating and stuff, and everything's go pretty much going wrong. Pretty much what happens is Bella, like, dies. 
according to Jacob, Jacob tries to perform CPR, CPR on her, but it doesn't work. The baby turns out to be a girl named Renesmee, and Jacob's and Jacob feels like his entire purpose of saving Bella had been completely lost because she had died because of this baby. And he's all like pre planning revenge like on Edward and pretty much everybody that he loves. And then all of a sudden he looks into Renesmee, Bella's baby's eyes, and it describes like him shifting the gravity the gravity of the earth no longer tying him to the place where he stood rather than the baby there rather than Renesme it pretty much describes imprinting so Jacob imprinted on the new baby vampire which is kind of freaky I kind of freaked out at first it was wow wow that really blew me away man that was crazy can't believe that. It's so freaky. And that's pretty much all I have to say about that. That's just really, really, really freaky. Really freaky. You could tell how disoriented I am. Alright. See you around. Hello again, lovely people. Tis Janae, and I've got chapter 19 this time, entitled Burning. Pretty much it is the end of chapter 18 end of chapter 18 from Jacob's point of view in Bella's point of view so the first part of it is she's just feeling the pain from everything that's going on obviously because I'm pretty sure it would be a very painful experience to begin with um, the baby is ripping itself out of her it needs to get out because apparently the placenta was detached or something of that sort anyway obviously it was very painful and all she wanted was she didn't really care about her own well-being so much as the baby's well-being so she was screaming at them to get the baby out safely and then they don't want her to die so Jacob is giving her CPR and In the meantime, she wants to hold her baby, Renesmee, which I think is the lamest name ever, but that's just me. Um, the baby bites her, and then Edward takes her away again, and um, now they're trying to save her so she doesn't die, and... Pretty much, it's, she's talking about how she's tied to Jacob and Edward and she doesn't want to die because she doesn't want to leave them alone and cause them pain. And she's talking about her own pain and going into the dark, going into the black over and over again. And so she doesn't have a point of reference to help herself cope with the pain. Like she can't draw up an image of Edward's face or Jacob's face or anybody else's face to give her strength to get through the pain and such. And by this point, Edward has injected his venom into directly into her heart, causing her to change immediately while he's still pumping her heart with his hands. 
he bites her in several other places as well so the venom will spread quicker and she won't die. So mainly for this chapter, I'm like, it's interesting to see what it, what all of this feels like from her point of view. And I always wanted to see Stephanie Meyer write about this with Bella, so it's very interesting. Um, continuing on in the chapter, it is, there's lots of outside commentary with Carlisle and Edward, and occasionally, I believe... Alice comes in once or twice, and they're just talking about it. Edward wants to know how long her pain is going to last. Alice gives him a time estimate, but of course, they don't say it out loud, so Bella doesn't know, and she's just pretty much coping with the quote-unquote fire of the venom evaporating her blood. And she hears all these little snippets of things that are going on in the Cullen house, and She's trying to get used to the pain, and she doesn't gauge her time in minutes or hours anymore. She gauges it by breathing, Edward's breathing particularly. She just counts the breaths until her pain will be over. And every time he asks her questions, she's thinking, well, can I answer him without screaming? Because she's still in extreme pain. And then eventually the whole process is over. The pain is gone. And she's laying there in the bed that she nearly died in. And she opened her eyes for the first time as a vampire. And it says that she opened her eyes and gazed above her in wonder. So obviously she needs to get used to the world with her new superhuman senses. And that is it for chapter 19. 5.51 a.m. And Bella's a vampire, Bella's a vampire. Holy pants, she's beautiful, she can do everything, she's incredible. And of what we can see, she's very good at controlling her emotions, meaning maybe she can use other people's powers as her own. Hmm, that's a good theory. Oh my god, I'm going to pee, I'm so excited. Ah, how amazing was the transformation? It was just like, she was just chilling there. She was just like, had this incredibleness. She can't see your baby, but like, oh my gosh. Now it's 5.52. <sighs> Bella changed. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? And I got to the one who said it. She's officially a vampire. And now she's going to go hunt. And mm, I don't have nothing else to say. Squee! Hey guys, it's Maddie. It is 6.02 a.m. And I just finished chapter 21, in which Bella goes on her first hunting trip with Edward. She, like, jumps out the window, and then she hunts a mountain lion. Well, first she smells humans and is able to run away, very much impressing Edward. And they kiss, and Bella's all, oh, this is so new, like, not having to... For him to be careful. And then she just keeps saying that she wants to see Renezme. I cannot get over the name Renezme. I'm not gonna lie, it's like the weirdest name ever. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get used to it. It's gonna be really confusing. Because it's like a mix of names. I wonder why Stephanie kept writing that Bella was so sure it was a boy. Because it seems like such a random thing to put in when it turned out it was actually a girl. 
Oh, I don't know why she did that. But I was really excited about this chapter because this chapter I was really looking forward to a lot because I love the vampire powers. And, you know, she's finally, like, graceful. And you get to kind of understand the vampire instincts and, like, how they're able to hunt and how they all see things. No, like, it's cool to hear about the vampire stuff, but it's a totally awesome new thing to, like, see it firsthand from her point of view. And I'm kind of glad it switched back to Bella's point of view. It was really, it was a little bit confusing for a while because I kept thinking it was Jacob again, but I think I like Bella's point of view better, probably just because I'm used to it. Um... I wonder how Bella's going to react to being around Renesmee, considering she's already, like, decades ahead of other newborns, which I think we had predicted before, or at least I had thought before, that she wouldn't need blood as much. So, you know, off to more reading. Hey guys, it's Maddie. It's 6.09 a.m., and I'm in the middle of chapter 22. Well, the beginning of chapter 22. Bella and Edward just got back from their hunting trip, and Jacob was there to meet them. But I'm kind of confused because Edward told her to not breathe. But uh, he had said before that she would have better taste as a newborn than to want to drink werewolf blood. So I don't see why there's any threat to him. Because she does notice the beating heart, but I guess I could, I should read more. But I thought that was kind of confusing, considering what Edward had said about it before. Oh yeah, that's my random thought. Toodles. <laughs> How did that happen? I love Jacob. How the heck did he imprint on whatever her name is? <gasps> the baby. That's so funny. Oh, Jacob. Way to be a pedophile. Okay, it's Maddie, Janae, and Gail. It's 6.24 a.m. We haven't slept. <laughs> yeah, we haven't slept. Maddie yet. has. And we just, like, for five minutes. Anyway, we just read the part where... What do you mean just them? Well, not just, but a little while ago we read the part where you know, Jacob imprints on Renesmee. <laughs> And we were all thoroughly I'm sorry, disturbed. That, that's like the most hilarious thing ever. It's like, <laughs> like, I'm in love with you. Really? I made out with your mom before. That's <laughs> her naked. That's had wild yeah. fantasies. That's oh. really nasty. Of making pizza it's with It's like, hey, hey, if you grow up, we can <laughs> get married. <laughs> you can get married and your hot mom will be my mother-in-law. That'll be really awkward. Just, Ew. I did not see that coming at all. Not even a little bit. Well, it seemed kind not of... Not even But it seemed kind of obvious from the way he was all like, well, when the baby was born, those brown eyes, she replaced Bella oh, I had no in idea. his world. And I'm like... I didn't get it until yes, I said, you imprinted on my daughter? Dude, I love how she was so ready to kick his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think I peed my pants when they were like, you can't my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. And then she just kills <laughs> It's hilarious. And she's like, how dare you imprint on my daughter? He's, does she not? He's. It's been explained to her very many times that it's an involuntary. That it's many not, times. It's not, <laughs> it's not like he did it on purpose. Just jump in that box. 
What? It's not like he did it to piss her off. Like, he's, he has no, no control over it. But I like that that wasn't what set her off. It was the long nose monster. That was hilarious. I I'm like, my pants. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. I'm going to go read. I'm sick of this. Bye, guys. Bye. I would Hey, guys. It's A-Ray. It's 6.43 a.m. I uh, just finished chapter 22. Crap. I don't remember what it was called. Let me see promised um okay um bella and edward finish hunting in the previous chapter and then they go back to the calling house because bella wants to see renesmeg which is a really stupid name let me let me say that and she figures out that jacob imprinted on renesmeg okay gail and madison are retarded retarded because at the end of book two Okay, at the end of book two, when Jacob imprints on her, I'm pretty sure that's, like, really obvious, okay? Let, let me read this to you. The gravity of the earth no longer tied me to the place where I stood. It was the baby girl in the blonde vampire's arms that held me here now, Renesmee. Okay, if that's not imprinting, I don't know what is. They missed that 100% completely. When Bella figured it out, that's when they figured it out. Okay, what? I don't know. They're on crack. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm not... I'm really mad at this. I'm really pissed that Jacob imprinted on her because I think that's really stupid. Um, yeah. And I hate the name Renesmee. And I don't like Nessie either. I'm pretty mad right now. And I'm tired. But I just ate some more coffee beans, so I should be good for another, like, ten hours. Okay, I'm gonna go read now. Bye. Hi, this is Christina at 6.47 in the morning. I am... I'm summarizing chapter 23, Memories, from Bella's point of view. Um, it starts, like, where the last chapter left off, when Bella's lunging at Jacob because he imprinted on her child. And apparently Seth leapt in the way between them to prevent Bella from striking on Jacob, and it breaks his collarbone and shoulder of course, it's easily mended, but Edward and Bella are both apologizing anyway. And that, um, everybody's pretty sensitive to saying Ness calling her, calling, um, I forget what her name is. Crap. What is it? Renesme. <laughs> wow, that turned out really bad. All right. And and we find out that Renesme however you pronounce it, her venom, it, her bite isn't venomous because she bites Jacob all the time, and he isn't becoming a vampire. Which probably explains why Bella didn't become a vampire whenever she got bitten by her child. So pretty much the chapter goes on describing J Jacob and Renesmee's relationship. How Jacob totally adores her all the time. And kind of plays more of a mother figure than Bella actually does. 
because Bella can't really like talk to her because everybody's afraid she'll go ballistic on her. But she never really does, which frustrates Jasper because he thinks that the um, vampire process was just a lot harder for him because he's being weird like that. I don't know. And also Carlisle's doing experiments with like how much Renesmee is growing because she continues to grow at a rapid speed. And also, it's kind of weird. Renee, Renesmee is like giving Bella like memories, which I don't really get. That might be her power, but I'm not positive. Either that or it's the fact that she's adjusting so easily to vampireness. Alright, well, see you later, I suppose. Continuing on. Hey, hey, hey. What up, Bloodsuckers fans? Janae, again. I know you're probably getting sick of hearing me. But anyway, chapter 24 this time, entitled Surprise. Um, pretty much they're celebrating her birthday, even though she's technically not turning 19 and she'll be 18 forever. Um, Esme's gift to both her and Edward is a cottage that is not too far from the main Cullen house. They can live there with their baby, Renesmee, and be like a little happy family. So pretty much they go in the house, show them around, and it's a very nice house, small, but nice, very nice. It has the bedroom that reminds them of the island and a walk-in closet that is bigger than their bedroom in the first place. And of course there's a bedroom for Renesmee. And it's decorated nicely with stuff from the original house and Bella generally loves it. And pretty much after that, um, she starts kissing Edward because, you know, who wouldn't want to do that? And eventually, I believe that, yeah, they don't even make it to their comfy island bed and they make pizza on their really nice wooden floor. Um, and she asks him if he misses the aspects that she had when she was human and he says no because to him she's still soft and she's still warm and he doesn't miss the scent because he doesn't, it's not tempting to kill her all the time. So, and then she asks how um, newborns can control their cravings and desires and yeah they pretty much end up starting laughing and then the chapter ends not really that eventful except for the pizza hey guys it's Gail and it is 6.59 a.m. hope you're all appreciating the times on this you know I, I think it's cool Alright, so I just finished chapter 25, which was Favor. Um, let's see, Bella gets her presents. She gets the house. They got a bunch of clothes in there. She got a bunch of clothing. She gets back, turns out Charlie, find out from Jacob about everything. He comes to visit. 
Um, Charlie doesn't find out everything. He's kind of on a need-to-know basis. He knows that what's-his-face. Jacob is a werewolf. And he knows something's up with Bella, but that's the kind of it. And it's kind of a cute chapter teaching her how to pretend to be human. I liked it. Um, it wasn't anything too important in the chapter, I feel like. like it was important because it dealt with how Charlie is going to know, how much he's going to know about the situation. But other than that, it was just kind of, you know, cute. And we had Charlie met Renesme, Nessie. So that was good. That we need to happen. Alright, I'm going to go read. Bye! Happy 701am! Hey guys, it's Maddie. It is 7.02am and I just finished chapter 26. Um, in this chapter, it's kind of the end of Charlie's visit. He doesn't really want to know anything, but he holds um, Nessie and says how beautiful she is. And then he kind of leaves and asks Bella to visit. And then we finally get the Bella and Emmett um, arm wrestling match. And Bella wins, obviously. Can't believe Emmett was so cocky when he knew that he couldn't win. Uh, um, and at the end of it, Bella realizes that finally she's not normal. Good one, Bella. It only took you four and a half or three and a half books to figure that out. Good one. Um, yeah, nothing terribly interesting in this chapter. Just kind of funny. <laughs> Emmett's so funny. Oh, I missed him in the first half of the book. We didn't get very many, like, different characters in the first half of the book. It was mostly, it was Bella and Edward, and then, like, Jacob, Lee, and Seth, and that was basically it. So I, I miss the Cullen family. I'm glad to be reading about them again. Uh, alright. That's it for this chapter. See ya. Hey guys, it's Maddie. It's 7.29 in the morning, and I'm... At, like, the beginning of chapter 29, just got the note from Alice and Jasper. I knew they were doomed. Oh, my gosh. There's no way one of them isn't going to die. I don't want them to die. Oh, my gosh. Alice is doomed. I know it. I know it. Ugh. All right. That was it. Okay. So, Al, it is 7.34 a.m., Alice and Jasper are gone forever. Um, They're never coming back. They're there was doomed. nothing left in this book that's going to be good. Edward and Bella are just annoying in this book. Jacob is like a good guy now, which is like, what the heck? And then Esme's boring. Carlisle's hardly in it. Rosalie is just like, Weird. talks way too much, and you don't ever hear from Emmett. All that's left is the boringness that is Bella and Edward's lives now. They tried to make, they changed the book, and now it's about Nessie, and it's like, I, I don't care. It's over. <sighs> we got like two chapters of Edward and Bella happiness and now we're all screwed again. I didn't care about the whole Volturi thing. Because you know nothing's going to happen. I hate this book. You know what I don't like about it? It's not about Bella and Edward no. anymore. Which, like, you know, I like all the other characters, but I read these books because I like Bella and Edward. It's not even like it's about the other characters. It's just about 
Yeah, Renesmee. And no one likes Renesmee. I don't have any emails. I haven't done anything interesting. I have to go to the bathroom. Hey guys, it's A-Ray. Um, it is 7.55 a.m. and I just finished chapter 27, uh, travel plans. Okay, so, um, yeah. Renesmee is, her growth has slowed down a little bit, but her mind apparently is, like, growing, um, really, really fast. And, like, in four years she'll be, like, a grown-up mind or something. I don't know. And then 15 years she'll be, like, an old lady. Or something and she can like talk and walk and stuff and she's like she's really accelerating um Belle gets a note from Arrow saying that like he looks forward to seeing her so she decides to go to Italy by herself because she doesn't want the Voltori to know about Renesmee because um she thinks that they'll probably like want to make her part of their like clan thing so yeah I'm really tired well no I'm not tired I'm just like I'm tired of, like, being awake, if that makes any sense. Anyway, um, so, yeah, she's gonna go alone. Then, Jacob and Bella and Renesmee are hunting in the woods, and then Irina shows up and then, like, sees Jacob and has a, like, spaz, I guess, or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. I'm gonna go keep reading now. Bye. Hey, this is Christina at 8.15 in the morning. Kind of dozed off. Alright, for like 15 minutes. Took me forever to read this chapter. But right now, reviewing chapter 28, the future. Pretty much, I, Irina, I'm not really sure how to pronounce her name. Spotted Jacob, Bella, and... The end. Oh, I for keep forgetting how to pronounce her freaking name. Freaking, 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 freaking. She saw Jacob, Bella, and Renesmee together. And pretty much the Volturi are coming after them because they think that Renesmee is a immortal child, even though she keeps growing. They don't really know the facts, but they're still going to try to come to kill her. And right now their current plan is to try to split up. And that's pretty much all I have to say about the chapter. So far the book's kind of been, like, staggering. I hope the plot... It's quicker as it moves along. I've kind of been dozing. Not gonna lie. It's been long a night. Alright. See you guys later. Konnichiwa, everybody. As you may or may not have heard, we're going by our cracked out staying up all night aliases. So, bringing to you news about chapter 29 is La Fonda. Yes, I said La Fonda. Anyway, I don't like this chapter at all. And I really don't think there's any need to summarize it because it's really dumb. But, uh, 
they're all freaking out over the Volturi situation, and Alice is gone, which I think is stupid because Alice is like the best character ever, and she's not around, so it makes it generally boring. So they're trying to find her, and they follow all these clues to find her, and she had left a note with Sam telling them to find all the nomads and all their friends for the witnesses for the Volturi, and yeah. So they have a little short little argument with Sam, and then they go, and then it's just ridiculous. Bella catches Alice's scent and finds another um, page from the Merchant of Venice with a note on it that says, destroy this, and there's a name and an address for someone in Seattle. Don't know why, don't really get it, but yeah, so they decide to go home, and... Yeah, they're kind of like all dressed up to go on their little international super spy mission, whatever they're actually doing. Um, Jacob's just chilling with the baby of evil who I hate. And they're talking about how they need to show people the baby to make get them on their side. So it's a generally boring chapter. I don't like it, and I really, really, really wish the baby was in the, in the story. Renesmee bugs the crap out of me. I hate her. And she makes the whole book about her. Sorry, I'm ranting about how much I don't like her, but I really, really, really don't like her. And this is LaFonda signing out. In case you're wondering, this whole recording thing makes the whole reading Breaking Dawn situation take twice as long. So, you're the best hearts ever, and you better acknowledge it and send us lots of gifts and candy. So... It's, um, what's my name? I'm Gail. I'm here for chapter 30. It's 8.21 a.m. What's my name now? We all have fun names now. Maddie's Psycho. I'm Queen of the Coffee Beans. Meh. Ava is uncomfortably energetic. CJ is... Something. Something Springsteen. Juice Springsteen. And Janae is, of course, LaFonda. So, anyway, chapter 30. What was chapter 30 called? You know what it wasn't called? Comping. Hello. Yes, it's called Irresistible. It was just the whole, the Volturi are coming, the Volturi are coming. And they're just discussing, like, the powers and, like, hinting us of what Bella's could be. I don't really remember. It was so long ago. Because... Christina took forever to read 28, we've got to do an order, and then Janae wasn't done 29, and by now I'm already on 32. <sighs> Sorry, I'm really tired. Um, generally, um, it was just kind of like a yay, we miss Alice, life sucks, the Volturi are coming, we're all gonna die! Uh-huh. So I have... Seven, 47, 147 pages left in this book. So I'm going to go read. And I will talk to you... One more time. See you then. Sorry I'm a psycho today. I know, Maddie's psycho. It was a really long 
one. Hey kids, it's Maddie. It is 8.24 a.m. So I've been up for 24 hours now. And um, just finished chapter 31. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm kinda getting sick of this book. You know, maybe I've been reading it for a little too long. Well, I should just summarize the chapter. Okay, so basically, uh, they're all talking about how weird Bella's town is, like the people from the Denali and Edward and Bella. They're all talking about how weird Bella's town is and like just talents in general, like all different types of talents. And then like what kind of talents the Volturi would want. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of annoyed by this book. I feel like none of it's about Edward and Bella. And it's just, I, I don't like, um, I don't like Nessie. <laughs> she, I, I find her annoying and kind of creepy. And I don't know. I read the Twilight books because I like hearing about Edward and Bella, and I feel like we've gotten none of that. And I like the whole Jacob point of view thing, but I kind of wanted to get back to Edward and Bella. We got that for like two chapters, and you know, now we're dealing with all this drama, and there hasn't been any happiness. So this better get solved quickly, and then we get on to our whole happiness stuff because I I'm kind of sick of it. Maybe I'm just cranky because I haven't slept. But, yeah. This has nothing to do with the chapter. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. So, I'm done. Hey guys. This is A-Ray, a.k.a. Uncomfortably Energetic. Um, I don't remember what chapter I'm on anymore. I think it's like 29. I don't know. It's not my turn to summarize. But I'm just, I'm getting really mad. Like, I'm just really, really mad. I'm sick of Renesme. I'm sorry. I just want this to be the Edward and Bella show again. Like it, I don't know. I just feel like Breaking Dawn doesn't match up with like any of the um the other books. Like it just feels like a totally different series almost. Everybody's out of character. Like Edward isn't perfect, amazing. Like I want to make out with you right now, Edward anymore. Bella's just like annoying, and I'm I miss Alice because we're not seeing like anything of her. I'm just really really mad. And I want this to get better. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Bye. Oh, wait. A-Ray, 9.36 a.m., uncomfortably energetic. This book is so boring. I just finished chapter 32. All the people from, like, all over the world are coming to, like, wherever. They're just coming and visiting and going to act as witnesses. And then they, like, try to make Bella be like project her shieldness and then creepy Romanians show up and they're weird. I hate this book. It's really boring. Oh my god. Seriously now. Let's be real here. Uh, uh, okay, I'm going back upstairs now. I'm seriously frustrated. Hey, it's Christina at 9.45 a.m. reviewing the chapter forgery, chapter 33, and pretty much Bella drops Jacob and Ren 
Renesmi. I've I always forget that. <laughs> Over to Charlie's house, and then it goes to the J Jerks guy who helps her to forge birth certificates and passports for Jacob and Nessie. Pretty much, I'm not really sure what's going on in the book. Because A, I'm really tired, and B, this is going incredibly slow. So it definitely should be picking up, or else I'm going to be quite disappointed in Stephanie. And that's pretty much all I have to say. And I'm really kind of sick, sick of the baby, too. It is 9.49 a.m. I finished it, Gale. Now he's finishing as we speak. That's my reaction. Horrible book. I hated Breaking Dawn so much. We all do. Everyone's freaking out and, like, hating it so hardcore. And, um, oh, so boring and long. But it ended, and it ended, and it ended, and Jasper didn't die. Jacob did not kill Jasper. Which was the best news I ever could have gotten in my whole entire life. Uh, can't even tell you. Where did humanity come down and discuss the ending of the book with me? I don't think I understood anything that happened past page, like, 75. Because at that point it was, like, tiredness and craziness. Everyone else, except for Maddie and me, have, like, 100 pages left. So, we are the champion speedreaders of the group. Here she comes. Here she comes. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Here she comes. Here she comes. So, so, you want to hear, want to hear, want to hear what the spoiler was? What? So, I was told that, what's his name? Wolf. Shapeshifter. Jake. Jake was going to kill Jasper. What? And then as soon as they were friends, like, at first I was like, oh my god, it's totally going to happen when it was like they were matched up when they were still with Sam. And it was like, oh, I'm going to fight Jasper. And I was like, no, no. But then, like, I was kind of thinking, like, of all the spoilers that girl could have sent us, the fact that that would have been it was ridiculous. Like, as soon as, like, Bella was pregnant, I was like, nope, the spoiler's totally wrong. Then I kind of was like, oh, maybe. But I'm going to start Skype. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. Um, oh. Elliot's back. Sorry. Um... <laughs> So, so did you understand the ending? I didn't. I don't know. It was something that, like, her, it was like she had, um, Nessie's power. Yeah, I kind of got that. But, hold on. Yeah, I got that because, like, Nessie was just the opposite of them. But at the end, was she, like, pushing, like, she was letting him read her mind, right? That was cool. I liked that. That's kind of cute. That was the only part of the book I actually liked. I'm so mad. <laughs> oh my god, it was the worst book ever. <laughs> that was the biggest waste of my life ever. And we're going to lose all of our listeners. <laughs> we will have zero subscribers after this, but that was a terrible, terrible book. <sighs> I'm going to go crazy. I can't believe I wasted so much of my life. Like, if that were a fan fiction, I would have stopped reading it, like, three pages in. Uh, it was a fan fiction. 
I've read so many better fanfictions. Can we just have Blackout be the last one? Can I replace Blackout and put Breaking Dawn on it? I'm... Do you know what I hated? They spent so, like, six hours of my time getting ready for the Volturi to come. Then the Volturi came, they were like, Never mind, we're not gonna attack you! Yeah, it was, like, they spent all this time prepping for a fight scene that didn't exist. And I did not want to hear about that stupid daughter. I, I'm not okay with the pregnancy thing. That was... I, the only thing I really okay liked... Well, there were two things I thought were cool. I liked the um, the guy they introduced in the end who was like the daughter. I thought that was cool. But the other thing I liked, or I found cool, I guess, was that they weren't actually werewolves and that they were shapeshifters because it was like this huge rivalry they've had this entire time wasn't real. And it was like, ooh, werewolves are vampires. It was like, no, they're was not still, werewolves. No, it was, the rivalry was still real because, like, that history still existed. It was just they were using the wrong name. But, like, there's... But the, the original history between vampires and werewolves that even the Volturi had was the basis of it all. No, the basis of it all was the, um... I don't read the books. I don't the know spirit the warriors. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just liked that. Uh, I'm tired. This <laughs> waste of my life. Like, I was falling asleep during it, not because I was tired, because I was bored. Yeah. Well, like, I am tired. I didn't I sleep. I haven't slept since yesterday at 7 a.m. And, like, I've made it through, like, fully awake, coffee beans out the wazoo. But, like, I was bored. <laughs> and, like... It didn't seem like it was the same book as the rest of the series, did it? No. Because all of the... The rest of the series was about Edward and Bella, and this was about... I feel like this book was about Jacob. It was about Jacob and, um... The baby. Yeah. Nessie. I'm not calling her whatever her real name is. <gasps> we have a she listener didn't... named Nessie! Nessie, hi! <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's on MySpace. I like her. I like her, too. Nessie, we like you. But... Renesmo Carly. This should have made her last name like Jalus or Jalosemetis. Combined all the siblings <laughs> into her last name. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, I hated the ending. If any one of our. <laughs> Did we reveal the ending? We're being too loud. Sorry. Amy's gonna kill it. Everyone's reading upstairs right now. Yeah. We We've all been sitting on my couch. <laughs> We're like a hundred pages ahead of everyone else. Maddie and I don't know how to read. <laughs> we skim. Are you good? You're gonna wait till we discuss as a group now? I, I still think. need to do my chapter. Me too. But I had to wait here. Let's go. We're running. Bye! Hey guys, it's Gail. We understand that we might have missed a few chapters, especially near the end. We got really, really, really tired, and we were all kind of angry because we didn't like the book, and yes. not everything got recorded. I know that there's a few chapters in the end. After chapter 34, we stopped because it was just it just didn't happen. People were falling asleep. It was ridiculous. So you'll hear in future episodes our thoughts on those chapters, along with our thoughts on some of the chapters that we just recorded, like... I don't know what happened. I hate this book. I'm going upstairs. Something like that. So, um, thanks for listening, and let us know what you thought of Breaking Dawn. Contact us at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com 
or at bloodsuckerspodcast at gmail.com. Vote for us on Podcast Alley and on iTunes. Hooray! So, this has been All of Your Girls Next Door, reading Breaking Dawn with you guys. And I hope you guys liked it better than we did. Bye! Yeah, bye!